Speaking of jokes, welcome to the uh, Average Adventuring Party podcast. I'm waiting for something funny. Oh no, I'm looking at four of them. Yeah, you guys carried the podcast. I, I did the intro. Welcome to the Gary Murder Podcast, where we, each week we bring Gary to the cusp of death and then nurse him back to health for the next episode. And then, or we could just do this as a one-night special, kill him now. We already just did that. Just be done with that. No, you, you already said it, so it's premeditated now. Erase. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of erasing, what, uh, what happened last time, you guys? Arnold Schwarzenegger got a real gun. Anyone remember that movie, Eraser? Oh. Yep. Uh, it's a deep cut. That is a very deep cut. Arnold Schwarzenegger, not a sponsor, but if you want to be. <laughs> uh, but what happened last time... Pixies. Pixies. Yeah. We, uh, harpies. We discovered that the harpies had been stealing some... A uh, whole bunch of magic items and shit, and they... Uh, they had been weakening the fairies, and the fairies were going a little nuts as a result. And so... We decided we were going to creatively reallocate their livelihood. Yeah. We fucked up a bunch of harpies that also fucked us up. And then Whisper may or may not have brought down a massive tree limb onto the fairy cages and just let them all go. And nothing bad ever happened. So that's a pretty good place to start, right? Where nothing bad ever happens. I feel, Mike, you wouldn't respect me as a GM if nothing bad ever happened. What do you think this is, 5th edition? We would get very suspicious. Yes, yes. But the jacket already happened, so nothing else bad can ever happen, right? At least this is Suna's story. Ayaka still has a hat I can take away. Joke's on you. You assumed we ever had respect. Oh, <laughs> joke's on you. Point. You assumed that I ever wrote anything. I come up with this <laughs> shit off the top of my head. So, yeah. That's... After telling us that you wrote Arnold's Arnold's <laughs> about five times. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, this also comes from the guy like, oh, God, I've written three years into the future. I need to shorten it. <laughs> Only technically. Just because there are outlines for what happens if you guys, you know, make it through. Well, fortunately, we've never fucked up a plan and caused you to scramble on the fly. Never, not once. Ever. Never, ever. So, yeah, speaking of scrambling, I think that's where we're going to pick up. Uh, you guys have uh, been fighting all these, these various harpy... Uh, horrible, terrible critters. The the pixies are straining against the tops of their cages uh, because several people thought it would be a great idea to stand on top of starving pixies and throw magic about. Um, Whisper up in the trees just drops a gigantic tree limb on all the cages. And <clears throat> there's this uh, moment where the tree limb hits just like across a bunch of them and you, you, you hear it hit and there's a slight click and nothing and even the the few remaining harpies kind of look around at each other and then hundreds of pixies just burst out of the cages um everyone is uh momentarily blinded by 
just this this onrush of these tiny uh, primary colored bodies. And then they start swarming the harpies. Then they start swarming the nests. And uh, as they do, they just start getting brighter and brighter. And the whole, the whole cloud of them just becomes what you would think of uh, at least Suna and Whisper. Uh, well, I don't think Whisper had ever seen pixies until this. So Suna, uh, what you think of when you think of a pixie? Um, and just kind of as one, they sort of start floating up into the trees mm-hmm. and then they just hang there like a cloud over you um, in the in the middle of this uh, what was once cages uh, there are two entirely desiccated harpy corpses um, and there are just piles of magic items that have been drained they look like they're burned and broken and useless um, there are still a couple of things that are shiny and there's one pixie uh we'll say you recognize him from his colors as the one you kept in your cage your tiny little cage that whisper made and he is just rolling a bundle towards you guys like very slowly he like hits it and it moves forward an inch and then he backs up and hits it again and then he gets it on a roll and he starts rolling it and then it stops and he you know, flips over it and goes back and he pushes this bundle over to you and goes, eat, eat, eat. Whisper reaches down and picks up the bundle and doesn't have a mouth. So just kind of like mushes it against his face. like. Then just like whole stretches makes like this disgusting... Maw, like stringy fungal matter is just like, and then he shoves the bundle in there and doesn't swallow or anything because there's no throat. And slowly closes, regrows the the fungal material over the bundle. So as, as Whisper's doing this, the pixie kind of like hangs on to the end and starts pulling it back out of your mouth. <laughs> pixie gets it out. Um so it looks like, let's see, who was tussling with the uh, the spiked cloak one, the one with the wings? I think it was Geo. Probably. I know uh, it died. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you recognize the, uh, the cloak that it was wearing. Like, that's what everything is bundled up in. Um, so uh, inside, there's said cloak. When you unroll it. Mm-hmm. There's this really um, uh, like weird, goopy mushroom on the inside. And uh, kind of around the neck of it, there is a uh, what Tadoki recognizes as a um, effectively like an elven, a sovereignty general's um, amulet. It's a metal. Um, the weird little mushroom, whenever you unfurl it, the pixie kind of looks at it. That wasn't there. What? And then it just starts, like, a, a tendril shoots out of it onto the ground. And it just pulls itself closer to Whisper. And another little tendril, like, pulls out and shoots itself out, pulls itself closer to Whisper. 
the pixie is buzzing around it, and every time it tries to get close to see what it is, just this little tendril will shoot out and try to grab it. And then when he flies away, the tendril retracts itself and it continues pulling towards Whisper. Whisper will take the mushroom. Wait! Question for you, Whisper. What happens when one fungal colony and a rival fungal colony meet? (laughs) Whisper just, just glorms it. Yeah, Whisper reaches down to touch it, and a bunch of uh, little tentacles just latch onto his hand, and it absorbs itself into your body. Uh, Todoki gets a spore, and I guess everyone else would get this, where uh, Whisper's species can kind of integrate, to an extent, other forms of life. Not, like, sentient life or anything like that. You're not going to make, like, clickers or anything from The Last of Us. But uh, Naughty Dog, not a sponsor. But if you want to be. But the vines on Whisper are actually a completely separate species of Mm. thing. So, uh, as Whisper, uh, his outer carapace starts to darken a little bit, there's this almost like paper ripping sound as he is sort of bisected and then he just falls apart and reforms into two whispers um, who then, you know, start independently walking around sporing things. And then each of those splits into two. So now there are four whispers about Suna's size. And after a few moments, they, uh, you know, reintegrate with each other and form one large whisper. I don't think that'll be good for the forest. I mean, it couldn't hurt it. Yes. Yes, it could. That's. Haven't you seen mushrooms, like, overgrow things and choke out the living? N- no, because they don't do that here. I hope not. They, they... You see him. Has he choked you out yet? Whisper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure if things get uppity here, uh, Suna and her family will manage that. I mean, that too. Probably with fire. That's a good way. I, I hope so. I'm just concerned. You've been with him how long now, and he has not done that? Actually, I've I've made comments before about how it's a little worrisome that he is sporing everywhere, sporing all over everything. Yes, <laughs> you're spidering over everything. <laughs> I am. Dodoki gets so. another uh, spore. Uh, the spores have a very low survival rate. All it takes is one. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you can't get fungal on your first time. <laughs> That's what they keep telling us. But so. Uh, whenever that's absorbed by Whisper, uh, the little pixie kind of buzzes around. Aw, aw. Anyway. (laughs) It kind of like buzzes down and pushes that that metal out of the bundle. He goes, eat, eat, eat. You saved us, eat. 
Whisper looks down at the metal. Touches it. When you go to reach for it, it uh, there is this loud elven shout. Um, and there is a, a zap. Uh, one of your fingers has, you know, blackened and falls off. If only we had an elf here to uh, get zapped. Could I uh, pick up the metal and toss it to Tadoki? Tadoki. Uh, when you go to touch it, your your fingers are likewise zapped. Well then. Tadoki, get your ass over here. Yes. Uh, touch that thing. Y'all, y'all both touched and got <laughs> shot. Yes, but okay. Also <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tadoki will reach down, and um, with these, I assume that they're generally warded against non-elven yes. creatures. So, uh, whispers starts growing elf ears. <laughs> it's very, very offensive. Uh, I'm not even gonna hesitate. I'm just gonna be like, "Oh, cool." Uh, yeah, when you pick it up, there's this brief whine like it's going to shock you. Hmm. And then it shouts again, and all of you, I think Suna is the only one who speaks Elven. Uh. Um, Didn't you need me to come read something for her? Oh, yes, you also speak Elven. Okay. Um, Suna just doesn't know how to read. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah. Well, she knows how to read, she's just lazy. Wants somebody to do it for her. <laughs> Give her cookies and tell her she's pretty. Uh, it, cute, what? cute, cute, not cute. pretty. Yes, cute. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, shouts out, "Worthy." Well, fuck you too. <laughs> you little piece yeah. of metal. What? What am I worthy of? As I hold it up and look at it, examine, yeah. shake it a little bit. If you if you hold it up when you get it close to your chest, it just pins itself to your chest. Yeah. You're, you're wearing a uh, Elven General's medal. Fantastic. Now I can be killed on sight. <laughs> Congratulations on your promotion. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I was killed on sight anyway. Um, now what, all what those... do? <laughs> Whisper sends a spore. It's like, now those, those other Elven men whose mothers you will fuck will be the sons of General. Hmm. Okay. That is an oddly specific spore. Did you really have to show me fucking them all? <laughs> he doesn't Whisper know. doesn't know. Whisper doesn't know what like the and, sexual and by dimorphism. That, by that, that's uh, that's. But with elves, it's kind of hard to tell t- anyway. Tadoki is just splitting apart. <laughs> Tadoki, Tadoki is just like sporing on other elves. <laughs> Uh, but it looks like spiders. Uh, <laughs> spider scoring for the win. Yep, there's the there's the episode title. <laughs> anyway, uh, while Tadoki is questioning his metal, um, false valor. Yeah. Uh, Hard the, metal or soft metal? I mean, give it a little bit. I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Takes time. Mm. Uh, the the pixie begins pushing the uh, pushing that cloak towards uh, Giovanna. Okay, I'm, I'll pick it up and shake it out and try to unmusty it. 
Yeah, from the smell of harpy. It, it smells and harpy chunks. Pretty bad. <laughs> harpy chunks. It's either harpy chunks or harpy ash at this point. Uh-huh. Um, when you kind of throw it over your shoulders, you air it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's probably about the size of Suna, and then when you put it on, it grows in length around you, so it fits. Nice. And it um, kind of makes this like soft chainmail sound. So just uh, all these feathers on it are metal. It feels like hmm. very very detailed, and it just kind of like as you walk, it just shink shink shink. Well, good that I'm not that stealthy. <laughs> it's not just you. If it's any <laughs> consolation. Uh, so to explain these magic items to you, uh, let's see. I can read, I promise. Just got to focus. I just got to focus. Hooked on Pahonic. Hooked on Phonics done worked for me. Hooked on Phoenix. No, the people in Phoenix aren't even like... Um, Phoenix, not a sponsor, but... If, eh. No, no. We're, we're good without a sponsor from Phoenix. Hey, I thought of, you know, X-Men Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah Don't yeah, want her no. to sponsor us either. Yeah. Well, that's true. I know. Uh, Jean Grey, not a sponsor. No, listen, but uh, Famke Jensen, also not a sponsor, but if but. you want to be. Yeah, that's how you can goldeneye. Uh, we, that's how I go. That's how I go. <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. So, um, for Whisper, you have the, uh, the oozing mushroom. So, you permanently... Gain the ability to split yourself into multiple identical copies. You can split yourself two, three, or four times as a standard action. Each copy has one half, one third, or one fourth of your hit points and damage rounded down. But as long as a single copy survives, you can be reformed. Uh, Damage and maximum hit points return to normal instantly when you reform, and the sum of all remaining duplicate hit points are added up to determine your new health pool. This will be useful because... One of the things about Whisper is that you can only really attack one thing at a time. Now I can uh, be a one-man mushroom team. One mushroom. Uh, one mushroom band. One mushroom fuck team. Uh, the Elven General's Medal of Command. When you spend command points, you gain 1d6 temporary hit points per command point spent. These stack with other temporary hit points and with themselves. <laughs> also, once per encounter, when you target a nearby ally with a commander tactic, give all enemies engaged to them a minus five penalty on their next attack roll. If they fail, they take eight psychic damage. Ah. <laughs> well, if only we had a couple of people who were always engaged with enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Giovanna, you've got the Cloak of Bladed Feathers. Any creature hit by your attack is affected by a bladed feather until the end of your next turn. Um, If the affected target makes an attack that doesn't include you, it takes three damage and minus three to the attack roll for each feather they're affected by. Hmm. Okay, so I can throw one of them out each once around? Whenever you hit somebody. Oh, whenever I hit somebody, they get... Correct. So will that also work whenever I give her a free attack? Yes, anytime she attacks and hits. Wombo combo. <laughs> and Suna gets nothing. 
That's because Suna is the greatest and doesn't need anything, right? I mean, I guess we could turn Suna into a goat if that's what you really want. (laughs) What was the damage on that again? A dire goat. I hear they're pretty bad. It is uh, three damage and minus three to attacks that do not include you. Suna finds a uh, fine silken thong that smells a lot like Galdrian. (laughs) How the hell did this get... Uh, No, Suna, actually, when the... uh, when the pixie goes to push something towards you, it actually recoils, and you can hear it. You know, it's kind of zipping around you, going, zip, 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 and it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Allergic it, to foxes. It just kind of backs away from you. All right, is it me or the thing that you're trying to push towards me? It uh, like buzzes towards you again. And yeah, mm, you don't smell so good. No? Mm-mm. I need a bath. Let's go with that. And it does a little <laughs> lazy barrel roll away. <laughs> okay. Um, it buzzes around for a little bit. Goes back up, comes back down, goes back up, comes back down, buzzes around you. Are, are you wanting me to go up? Or are you wanting me to take a bath now? I suppose you, you can do that. I was just, just it, telling it, everybody what you were doing. And it kind of looks at all of you. You're not eating. Whisper sends a thought spore to the fairy. Explains that Whisper's people consume nutrients from the ground uh, and these other three flesh creatures put uh, fruits vegetables and meat in their face holes when you send that spore when it gets close to the pixie it just you see the magic drain out of it and it disintegrates Oh, the spore. The spore. Okay. I was not like, the, like not oh, the, the pixie. 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 Not the pixie. I'm sorry. <laughs> pixie genocide. <laughs> uh, no, the spore uh, disintegrates, and then the pixie kind of glows brightly for a second, and it goes, hey, do that again. Just a stream of little thought spores. Uh, pixies start diving down and just eating them out of the air. Congratulations, you'd caused, you created fantastical fantasy seagulls. <laughs> French fries! Mine? 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 So is there water around? The, no. uh, the pixie kind of, you know, backflips over in the air. And says, nothing I would, I would bathe in. So we're, we're going to fly north. Okay, um, can I use my spell to make a thing of water and just splash it on myself? Sure. Okay. Does, does, Suna, does Suna that help? conjures a, a pot full of water over her head. <laughs> now we have a drenched fox. Yes. Great, now it smells like wet fox around here. <laughs> should stand on it so you can be high on pot. <laughs> Gio's going to back up for the inevitable, you know, shaking the water out of the fur thing. <laughs> yeah. You, you do that, the pixie comes flying towards you and says, ah, mm, mm, mm. Still no? No. 
Huh. Are you coming with us? What's to the north? Well, we need to go to the north. Uh, we're we're getting over the uh, getting over the the dead forest. Dead forest. Remember, we needed to go to the north to uh, to talk to the druid. Talk to the oh, that's druid right. moots. Yeah. So, then I guess yeah. yeah. Yes, we're going north. Whisper splits into four uh, small, smaller whispers that can hitch ride on the fairies, maybe, or on the pixies. Uh, when you do that, a couple of pixies start landing on you, and now that you're small enough, uh, you feel something like grab your shoulders and just start picking your your bodies up. I'm gonna turn into a raven. If we're flying, I'm I'm turning into a raven. Apparently, I'm too stinky to be held. Uh, can I get a ride on the Pixie Express? <laughs> we'll say a, a few dozen Pixies fly down and lift you up. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> okay, what about me? Uh, Three dozen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so significantly uh, more pixies come down. Yeah. Why is she flying lower? That's not cool, no, guys. Wait, I have wings. <laughs> I was gonna say she can fly. I just remembered that. Boom. Yeah, I'm gonna when, bamf out the wings. When you start flying, uh, some pixies get under, mm-hmm. like get under you, and you are suddenly just like you shoot up into the air <laughs> because you are significantly more buoyant. Uh, Suna, likewise, even though you turn into a raven, uh, a couple of pixies come near you, and uh, including that that one that's been uh, hanging around you. And uh, as they lift you up, you can see the forest for miles around you. Uh, And for the most part, it looks normal, if somewhat quiet. However, to the north, if you recall, there was this sort of just red mist hanging about areas of it. As they start flying you over, um, all of you get this boost as all the fairies around you just start glowing vibrantly, and they boost you up about another thousand feet um, over that mist, and you can see down what's below you where the uh, enchanted forest once was is this uh, just blackened, deadened, twisted uh, forest. Uh, and it goes on for miles. Um, those of you that are keen-eyed enough, and probably Whisper just because he has enough eyes, um, you can see all types of specters just wandering around down there. Does uh, that dead patch look familiar at all? No. That's not That's we, not us. That's not what we did. No. <laughs> okay, good. Um, no, what we did was much worse. <laughs> as as uh, you're flying over it, some of the pixies that are with you just start dimming. Dimming. Spores. Um, even with the spores, they just become dim and pixies start dropping out of the air. Oh, shit. Um, spore more, four times spore. <laughs> spore cocky. <laughs> well, there's the episode title. <laughs> Boosted by uh, 
I'm going to say Whisper probably takes about half his hit points in damage to to produce enough spores to keep you guys aloft. Um, That's fair. By the time you're through this this area, uh, probably a solid third of the pixies are gone. And then you're on the other side. Um, they fly you very, very quickly over just huge swaths of of uh, the forest. And you can see there are patches like this everywhere. Do they seem to be spreading? Yes. Whisper needs some water. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to guard this place. And what do you think I've been trying to do? I was gone for a while. Yeah. That might be part of the problem. Well, when your master tells you to do something, you tend to do it. As you're flying north, uh, Todoki, you see this... Uh, so everywhere that this this dead zone is, it's kind of preceded by this red mist. Yeah. There is an area, we'll say to the northeast of you, that is just a blackened crater, probably about five miles wide. And you reckon that's about <laughs> where, where that... Uh, where that base was. Yeah. 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 Uh, there is absolutely nothing there. Not even the red mist. Good news. We took care of the red mist. And the and, elvish And presence. the forest. Yeah. You know, you would think it'd regrow eventually. Uh, also, while you're up here, the skies, you've noticed they've darkened and have been darkening. Um, you kind of thought it was like a storm coming in. Um, now, we'll say way over there to the east, there is, it looks almost like a tiny sun in the sky that's slowly getting bigger. Three days. <laughs> and after a few more hours, you're landed in the uh, ancestral temples where the moots take place. Is it alive or dead? It is alive. Um, And actually, there are a bunch of people. Get out of my swamp! (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Um, I'm going to make sure to thank the pixies. They drop you off and immediately like disperse into the trees, and you can see them brightly glowing. Um, you can still feel the magic here, uh, unlike where you were. I'm turning back into a fox. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we'll say sitting over there on a uh, like a temple step is your father, smoking his pipe, and he's talking to um, uh, another fox person. Uh, who is not your mother. And when they see you, he waves and continues smoking. Uh, Strangely, there are a lot of children here. And you see, as you kind of make your way through, that there are tents and sleeping situations being set up, as well as you see a gigantic bonfire being set up for cooking. 
I'm going to walk over to my dad and hit, hi. He nods, holds up a, holds up a finger, and continues his conversation. Uh, Rude. You, you hear your mother over there um, talking to people. Uh, she's directing them on where to set up all the cooking stuff. And when she sees you, she just stops what she's doing, drops her stuff and comes and runs over and just picks you up in a big hug. What What are you doing? Why, why are you doing this? <laughs> Spore from you- Whisper. I believe this is called affection. <laughs> but you just saw me like yesterday, this morning. She's Something. It's been over a week, Suna. Where have you been? Oh. We were expecting you days ago. Oh, we died. She looks at your father. Father looks at her. He just shakes his head and continues his conversation. He's going to regret that later. So, we died, and we met some nice people that brought us back. And now I have more information. Well, you'll have to wait until the moots. We've put it off until you arrived. I'm afraid we couldn't have put it off much longer. Ah, yes. Well, one of the moots will not be here. Oh. He told us he will. He was not coming. A lot of the moots won't be here. Oh. They can't pass through the forest shadow to get here. Entire sections of the forest are cut off. Yes, we, we were flown I, by pixies. Yes, thank you for introducing those pests. The last thing we need is them buzzing around my my enchanted cookware that your father got me. Oh, but you're okay with fungus over here sporing everywhere? I spore on Suna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little hand comes up. <laughs> Middle finger. She says, the forest has a way of balancing that sort of thing. They can balance the pixies. Tiny little mushroom starts growing in her fur. Not <laughs> easily, especially now that we're in a confined situation. They can't just be shuffled off somewhere to, to go suck the magic out of something else. We're all confined here. I see you've met my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... You can't yell at a girl that just died. I can. I hugged you first. The okay, the, the order of emotions is important. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay, so what has happened this past week that I have been gone? The forest has started tearing itself apart, and ghosts have appeared. I thought that was pretty much self-explanatory when you said you crossed over a dead zone. Whisper sends a, a thought spore of uh, the spectral uh, sovereignty troops that started attacking us while we were in the forest shadow. Yes, those. Yes, they killed us. Well, they didn't do a good job. Uh, Wait, Whisper sends it out for And she she reaches over and just like pokes you real hard in the forehead. You're not a ghost, right? I mean, not yet. But you can be sure if I was, I'd be haunting you. (laughs) Whisper sends another spore. It's like, uh, Whisper didn't die. Whisper just got tired. (laughs) I mean, that's true. The rest of us died. Well. So... What do you need us to do um, to prepare? Oh, do we have an alchemist here? I'm sure we have plenty. 
Okay. But is one here? Well, let's see. And she points, uh, says, there's your father. You know him. Yes. Uh, Let's see. She points over in one direction, and there are uh, putting up some some tents, um, a group of large women who have uh, scaled snake bodies instead of legs. She says, there's the Lamia. Okay. Uh, Snitties. She she points over and like hanging on the underside of one of the ruins are a bunch of frog people and says, um, there's the frog folk. She points at, uh, we'll say this big furry guy who's probably about 15 feet tall and says, puts her hand to her muzzle and says, don't talk to the Wendigo. Um, the fawn, somewhere are the brownies. Uh, of course, the brownies would be great with herbals. Uh, <laughs> there is one of the old forest spirits here. Um, you should not speak with him either. He was invited as a formality. And your father and I are very surprised he came. And your father looks over his shoulder and says, yes, he'll suck the soul right out of your body. And then continues his conversation with the other kitsune. And then she says... We could send somebody that doesn't have a soul. You know, that's not a bad idea. Hmm. Anyway. We have one. Yeah, Yeah, mushrooms don't have souls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, that's that's, uh, a bit demeaning. How do you feel about... by being voluntold, my dude. <laughs> uh, she uh, go talk to an angry person. <laughs> she also points to we'll say like that's on one half, one side of this ruins, and then she points directly on the opposite side, but almost as far away as she can. And there are these small crystal towers that are probably about thirty foot tall. She goes, "Oh," and the and she holds up finger quotes. True elves of the woods have arrived. Oh. So, I'm sure there's someone here. Well, we need an alchemist. How about we start smoking? Well, you can make your way around. You technically, uh, your father is the acting guardian of the forest at the moment. And leader of the moot, not my choice. Hashtag not my guardian. (laughs) But... Seeing as he is technically older than I am, he, uh, these things are very, very traditional and we must follow tradition. So he is your leader for when things finally get, so right now you have no standing other than as an interested party. We're, we're representing our people. Oh, well, we, we have been given something that is on our side. Possibly. If we can find an alchemist to wake it up. Like what? So. You it, might want to make sure it's <laughs> out of your shot. Um, speak up. Speak up. Get your toe out of the dirt. Stop stuttering. Back straight. I'd, Conveniently, Whisper can go 
uh, investigate. So many things to spore. Just <laughs> a little time. No, not not sporing, but just you know, investigating. So when I, when I tell you this, just got done sporing all over the place. You can't tell a lot of people. All right. So you know the emperor. Yes, and your father goes one one moment. He finishes saying what he was saying, and that other fox person runs off. Is I'm sorry. Is this official business? Yes. Does it need to be brought in front of the moot? Yes. Well, then uh, you'll have to wait until new issues can be brought up. <laughs> ah, celestial bureaucracy. Might not need to be brought up in front of the moot. Might be be a private thing. Okay, so I'm still going to continue until you guys, at least, and you decide where to do with it from there. How about that? Uh, your father says... You can introduce new conversation there if if you need to. If it's, if it's centric to the moot. If you feel that it's just an issue that your mother or I could solve... Um, do you have an alchemist? Uh, not amongst our people. The others might, though. Because we need to have an alchemist help us free something that could help us win this war against our force. Ah, yes. That does, in fact, sound like moot business. That is what they would call a moot point. How can I get added to the agenda? Oh, there will be... Uh, <laughs> there's no agenda, per se, but there's an order to the proceedings. Ah, okay. Unfortunately, you need to submit it a month in advance, so... (laughs) (laughs) Have to fill out the forms in triplicate. So... No photocopies. No signature, no meeting. What do you suppose I do? Well, I mean, you could always appeal to one of the other camps for assistance. Uh Like I said, and this is your mother speaking, Uh, she says, you're not beholden to anyone at the moment. Um, I mean, that could which, work in my favor. Which gives you freedom. Mm-hmm. And at this point, he looks up and goes, I don't think I can hear this. It's good seeing you. I'm glad you're better. And he passes. Power, power goes to his head, doesn't it, Mom? He walks away, and she kind of waits for him to get out of earshot and says, well, you know how it is. You sometimes literally have to follow the rules. And when there's one of the forest spirits in attendance, you doubly have to do so because he's likely to just eat you for not. So he's making sure everything is above board. I've never seen Dad as a follower before. He's not a follower. He's, unfortunately for him, the oldest member of the communities who are willing to follow the rules lead the moot and so he has to unless someone else shows up we were hoping or i was hoping that when the true elves and she like gives a nasty glance towards those crystal towers when the true elves showed up that they would have sent one of their elders but apparently this was a uh a young group that had splintered off And so, yes, your father is, in fact, the oldest. I mean, 
not including the fear eater, but as he's a spirit and not a people, he's not technically allowed to lead the moot, but he is allowed to be in attendance and cast a vote. It's very complicated. Hmm. Okay. This is all very complicated. And this is why I don't get involved in bureaucracy. Bureaucracy? Because why can't I just walk up to somebody and talk to them? You can. Okay. You just... You're not... You haven't learned anything of subtlety, have you? No. No, I have not. What your father was trying to tell you was that as long as you couch it as personal business and not moot business, you can talk to anyone. Including your father. Oh, I wouldn't talk to him about it. Because if he's directly questioned, he has to. Okay. So which group among us right now is most likely to work with alchemy? Alchemy? Probably the elves. They're a difficult lot. I don't know. I've dealt with a few, so I, I might be good. No, not like these. Uh, I'm begged no. to differ. These two, three were kind of weird. No. Yeah. Uh, even when you were a child and we brought you to the moots, you've never met. Uh, well, they have many names, but you've never met them. They are notoriously difficult to deal with. Oh, I know. Yes. Yes, how dare Galilee <laughs> tell you not to murder people? Um, okay. It depends on what you're looking for in an alchemist, that is. I would say uh, Sereepreep is a good friend of mine from way back, and she points over towards the frog folk. He's what you might call an apothecary, but... We need, we need somebody to look at an alchemic formula mm -hmm. and see if they can reverse it. For what? That might inform inform my opinion. Because if they can reverse it, then it will provide us help in defeating... No, I'm not asking why they should do it. I'm asking oh. what it is. Oh, Sure. Um, yeah, okay, let's show her. Oh, yeah, I have it, don't I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm going to pull out that letter with the alchemy alchemical uh, formula on it and show her the formula and keep the rest of it hidden. She looks at the formula and says, this isn't like any recipe I've ever seen. I have no idea. That, that's why we're looking for an alchemist. Yes, but that's like saying I'm looking for a magician. There are... Handfuls of types of magicians. Well, that works with those type of items in that formula. I don't know what this says. I can't read. <laughs> is there anything on the other side that would tell me what it is? Either trust your mother or don't. Stop hemming and hawing. Tell her the problem. Either she'll help you or kill you. Either way, it's out of your hands. How about you tell her? 
Does he even know? Pretty boy. I was like, he doesn't know. know. Oh, wait. He does you and me. That's right. That's why it's easy for me to come in and say, just Can we do cut it. to like like four whispers, bug, uh, and one of them comes up to like the fear eater? <laughs> and then it's like, boom. And all of a sudden, there's only three whispers. And like, uh, no, uh, we'll say one of the whispers is walking through the ruins and uh, there's this series of vines on the ground and one of them is kind of just like waggling a little bit and so whisper walks over to it and it retracts a little it starts waggling and he walks over to it and it retracts a little bit and he walks over to it and pretty soon he's standing next to a, a weeping willow tree oh no and uh the fucking willows and uh just one gigantic eye opens on the trunk and then another and the tree just creaks as it leans forward and then a bunch of fronds unfurl as it holds out a a, a big hand whisper puts their hand on in it and whisper gets a thought spore of his own um of uh this this tree welcoming him into its tiny little grove, and uh, it pulls Whisper through the curtains of of uh, weeping willow fronds. So anyway, <laughs> do you not trust old man Willow? <laughs> Ask not for who he weeps; he weeps for thee. Eats. <laughs> so what's uh, what's Suna and Geo doing? I assume there's a lot of like furtive glances. You want to go there or not? She's your mother. So I'm going to hand my mom the regular letter. The full letter? Yeah. The... So you hand it to her? And she kind of, like you see her reading, and then her ears just slowly stand straight up. She looks over the letter at you. Puts it up over her face. <laughs> keeps reading. Has this real apprehensive look on her face. It says, I would hold on to this. It just puts it in your hand and not let anyone here see it. Also, you should probably talk to the elves. <laughs> Most definitely. Still the elves. Fun. I imagine that to be an offshoot of the kind of thing that they do. And she points at those towers and there is an elf out with a... a magic uh, staff who is just pointing and growing <laughs> crystals. And now on the towers, there are these uh, crystalline flowers and vines, almost like you would find on a, a stone structure that's been, you know, somewhere for a while that's starting to be overgrown. Mm -hmm. uh, and then whenever he gives them one final tap, the crystalline flora uh, starts swaying in the breeze like actual living plants and creatures. I mean, that's cool. And she says, this is definitely in their wheelhouse. I mean... I wouldn't let them see that, though. Not at all. And she points at the letter. And if you haven't tucked it away, she, like, literally folds your hand over it and sticks your hand in your pocket. Gio will pluck that letter and put it back in her pack. And she says, you keep your eyes on that at all times. If the brownies get a hold of that, it is... There's going to be some sp some smashed brownies. I wouldn't. 
the two that are here are leaders of their community. Well, they don't start shit. They don't be shit. You can't help being what you are. They are mysterious, mischievous little thieves. Okay. I have plenty of other fun stuff they can steal. So we're going to head to the elves. Uh, appreciate the help. Uh, good. The first moot feast is going to take place, and she looks up in the sky. <sighs> That's troubling. And she points at that bright spot and says, That's been getting bigger ever since the forest started tearing itself apart. And then she looks over at the sun and says, uh, It will begin when the, the sun falls under the tree line. So you have maybe an hour or so. Okay. Oh, did you bring something comfortable to wear? You're going to need it. Your armor is... Eh, you'll probably do. Hmm. Where's the big guy? I'm sure he's fine. As I say, we need to keep him busy. He cannot... Uh, are you comfortable in that, young man? And she points over at Todoki. Um, actually, no. I reek, and it has been a horrible, horrible week? That's a good point. There's a spring just on the north side of the... Excellent. Of the ruins. Maybe she would... Just stay away from the other camps, especially the Lamia. I'm sure they would love to get their scales on you. Probably. Uh, quick question. Are there any nymphs or anything in the water? Do I need to be... No. Okay. This this okay. is neutral ground. Nobody lives here. All right. I'm just... As far as I know, none of them have showed up. All right. Sylphs, nothing, nothing. We should all if you hear singing, get out of the water. That's pretty safe advice. All right. Yeah. We should probably all, all clean up before we yeah, go see the elves. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we should clean up before we go see the elves. That's fair. You should actually probably dress up if you want to go see the elves. I have a question. I'm I'm relatively nose-dead, but the pixies kept saying she stinks. Can you take a sniff? Your mother walks over to you and says, yes, we had to frequently remind her to bathe as a small child. Hey, now, wait a minute. And she gives you just a big, like... You smell like you've been adventuring in a forest for about a week. But that's it? Not like turn your head, make you barf? She reaches over and like lifts one of your arms. <laughs> I mean, seems fine. Just checking. Stinky. Okay, <laughs> so let's go wash ourselves. Huh. And then... Head to the elves. You so, I, you can either come with us, or you have to keep him busy. And oh, I'm going to point over at Whisper. I was the first one saying I want to get washed up. Not to wash up to the elves. Oh, oh, oh yeah, of course. Um, either I'll kill them, or they'll kill me, or we'll be okay. Eh, it's all good. We'll, we'll find out. So, we'll, we'll end with... Um, Todoki. Uh, they have built... Basically under a, so imagine like a, a temple aqueduct mm. that just drops off into a, a waterfall and there have been these bamboo uh, buildings built under it. So you each have your own room per se. Excellent. Um, and the water just falls down on top of the building and it runs through the cracks uh, in the ceiling. So Tadoki is washing himself up. Giovanna is washing herself up. Um, whisper. Uh, we'll cut to uh, one whisper um, playing with 
Um, we'll say the Wendigo. And by playing, I mean he's just being batted around. Uh, <laughs> Whisper enjoys this. Yeah, the Wendigo is not eating you, but you repeatedly get in his way. Uh, one Whisper who is trying to catch the tiny little humans who keep popping up on him uh, and whispering things into his ear holes. Um, one, like a couple of frog folk have uh, like pulled you aside and started talking to you about the medicinal properties of your, your mushrooms. Giving them like thumbs up, like, cool, <laughs> tell me about the medicine. He rips his thumb off, gives it to him. <laughs> uh, and one will say... Inside a, a weeping willow tree, um, there are anyone from the outside looking in would see them as teeth. Um, but Whisper is just sitting on one, happily, like sending spores up into the air, and then spores are coming down out of the tree. Um, he has uh, found a buddy in Suna's uh, bathing compartment. As she's washing up, she uh, will say she takes her, uh, starts taking her underclothes off and like dropping them on the floor. And there's all kinds of flowers and things growing up through the bottom. And when she reaches down and touches one, it just goes dead immediately. And then like in a small radius around where she touched it, all of that starts dying as well. Well, that's not good. And then that's where we'll leave off for this episode. So you guys got anything? I got a buddy. <laughs> I apparently kill stuff now. Well, hey, I always did want to kill stuff. I mean... Wait, way to go. You have, in fact, found a buddy in the most horrible fear eater. When to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, which buddy are we talking about here? Uh, the, you know, the Wendigo, it's not that they're buddies. It's just he's never met something quite as durable as itself. So. 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 That's all I got. If you guys don't have anything, find us at the places. Do the things. Sponsor F-bombs. Leave reviews. Leave reviews. Leave reviews. Did we mention... Leave reviews. Yeah, leave are, reviews. Are you, are you guys trying to, like, summon Bloody Mary... Reviews. I mean, are yes. reviews five, via Bloody Mary? Five star review. Five star review. Five star review. I don't even care if it's a five star review. Leave a two star review. That's fine with me. Tell us we suck, but tell us why we suck. Yeah. That's almost like sponsoring a free F bomb. Because <laughs> it will get us to say fuck. <laughs> yeah. We're the only recipients, though. Sorry. So, having said that, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.